It is time to blast off inside the kennel. And now, here is the Tomahawk Missile himself, Vindog Radio. Myself, Ben Dog Radio, a Money Ben production. Please love and follow the podcast on podbean.com and also follow my super producer extraordinaire and carnal Money Ben Productions with the Z on Twitter, Rumble, and Instagram. And yes, you can also add us on Samsung, Google, and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, tune in. Yes, indeed, my friends. Amazon Music, Pandora. Yes, yes. Wherever you shall download podcasts, we're everywhere. And let me tell you, my friends, today, Roe v. Wade was overturned. No more capitulations to baby killing. Charlie Simons is coming up on the other side of the kennel. It is going to be an exciting episode. Money Ben, today is a good day. Today is a good day, like Ice Cube said. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pour some ice cubes into our water right now because, boy, it is hot outside in America. And it's going to get hot all summer long. Yes, the summer of rage is on by the uber-left Ubercrats because they are upset because they cannot capitulate to baby killing. Wow. That just tells you that these lefty Lucys are like loaded guns when it comes to killing your babies, but they always want to have gun control. It's a trip, man. What do you think about that, brother? I think it's a bunch of Barbara Streisand. Yes, me too, man. And, and you know what, folks? Money Ben and myself, we are pro-life, we're pro-gun, we're pro-America, we're, we, we, know what it's, we know where it's at. And America is the greatest country in the world. Don't let anybody tell you any different because I'm telling you, this is going to stop. We are going to stop killing babies at an alarming rate because we don't believe in killing babies. Vin Dog and Money Ben are the two dudes who are the cape, the real Cape Crusaders here in the great country that we call America. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm going to tell you something, people. If you don't like it, you can definitely go and stuff yourselves. Because we don't care. We care about the lives of children. Unborn babies' lives matter. In this, in this episode of The Kennel, it's going to get great on the other side. Charlie Stamis is going to talk about the Democrats, and it's going to be cool because we don't like big dummies. Money Ben, are you ready to cock yeah. back at aim and get right to Charlie Simon's brother? Uh, I'm ready to run over these nuts, though. You hear the, you hear the, the sound acting up? You hear that, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to back over some Bidens, everybody. We'll be back right on the other side of the kennel, right here on podbean.com, a money bin production, baby. Click, clack. Back in a minute, minute, sucker. Back in a minute. More with the street shooter himself right after this. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Vindog Radio. Radio. 
What's happening, everybody? Vin Dog in the house from the Kennel Podcast right here on podbeat.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are so wonderful. Thank you. You're so lovely tonight. All right. Now, here's what I really came here to ask you. Would you like to advertise your products or services on our podcast? Hey, just inbox me at vintasticpromo at gmail.com. That is V-I-N-T-A-S-T-I-C promo at gmail.com or you can talk to my man, Money Ben. That's right. You get Money Ben Productions up with a Z on Instagram. Yes, you can DM him or DM me at Vindog Radio USA on Instagram and Twitter also. And we will get back to you and we will work with your budget. Small budget, big budget, large budget, any budget. We work with everybody. Isn't that right? Yes. Do we work with people that want to spend their money? Yes. Do we know how to promote? Yes. Are we the greatest podcast on earth? Yes. So please promote with the kennel right now and we will take care of you taking care of us because we love all of our people, right? Yes. We love everyone. Yes. We sure do, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Stay tuned. More of the kennel coming up, baby, right here on podbean.com. He shoots straight from the hip and if you don't like it, Go and stuff yourselves. Back to the kennel with Mr. Keeping It Real himself, Vin Dog Radio. Hey, what's up? It's Rick D's in the morning. Don't forget to wake up with me right here. But right now, Vin Dog. Welcome back to the kennel with myself, Vin Dog Radio, Money Bin Production. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Money Bin Productions with a Z. And yes, indeed, we're also live on Samsung Podcast. And we're going to start posting our podcast to Rumble also. We're on like a ton of platforms ladies and gentlemen so yeah just bear with us we're gonna get you all settled in but right now i've always wanted to get this great guy on he is one of the greatest people in radio history and he's also a great christian conservative brother of mine mr charlie simons welcome to the show sir in radio history, he said. <laughs> yes, I said in radio history. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a first, Ben Dog. No one has ever said the greatest radio guy in history. That's awesome. I'll take it. I'll own it. I'm running with that ball. <laughs> What's up, partner? Oh man, nothing but the rent and everything else is due. <laughs> Amen. Oh man, but you know, um, you just went to a march earlier today. I went to the uh, March for Life. This is uh, an annual thing. California's only second annual. Uh, it's been going on for a while in other places, but California, when it comes to doing right and doing what's good, we're usually behind the curve, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately. So it was well attended. Uh, I would love to have seen twice as many people there personally, but over a thousand people showed up. And um, the guy from uh, California Family Council, Greg Burt, said that that was double what they had last year. So, hey, mm-hmm. nowhere to go but up. That's awesome. So, yes, sir. Uh, next year, March for Life. Yes, March for Life next year. Now, talk about the show that you just started on uh, Rumble and everywhere else, because your your podcast is going viral right now. Yeah, I'm all. I've, yeah, I got a I got a killer producer. That's why Kirk Tashan is his name from uh, Forefront Aerial Productions, and uh, he's out of Colorado. He was watching me when I was doing when I was on the radio. Anytime I had anyone in studio, uh, I put him on. I put him on my Facebook Live. He was watching it, uh, mm-hmm. and out of the blue, I get a message from him going, 
I worked with you when we when you were at CBS Radio, and I was like, really? He was in sales, so I didn't really know him. But he goes, I've been following you all these years. I've got a podcast idea. I think you would be a great host. Are you interested? Ah, Done. And, and <laughs> so uh, I uh, prayed about it, and the funniest thing, I don't know about you, but uh, the Lord talks to me, I think, differently, because when I hear other people talk about talking to, hearing from God, it's like a conversation. Right. I'm like, how does that happen? What are you hearing a voice? What is somebody sitting next to you? What's going on? Uh, talking <laughs> dog all of a sudden. What's the deal? Uh, but he, I, I get a little small voice in my head. That's the best way to describe it. And mm -hmm. I got a very active imagination, so I don't trust my own subconscious. Um, <laughs> but I get this. It, it's now getting more and more Woo! clear. Thank you, Lord. Uh, and it was three in the morning. I don't know about you. Uh-huh. He wants me to talk to him. <laughs> so I started talking to him about this whole podcast thing. What should I call it? And all I got was do not talk. You know what? Well, that was a great title, do, too. Do not talk. What does that mean? The two things you're never supposed to talk about are the two things you always talk about. Politics and religion. Do not talk. So that's the name of the show. And uh, yeah, it's been exciting. Because uh, I've been a slave to corporate radio uh, and television my entire career. And now all of a sudden, I'm my own boss. Yes, exciting, you are. Buddy. Yes, you are. You are your own boss. And that's yeah, kind of fun. exciting, too, to be your own boss. You know what I mean? I, I mean, that's a blessing, actually, uh, to be your own boss. I mean, and we all aspired to be that I've been, for years. I've, I've, I'm sorry. I've got, I've got enough viewers now that uh, I've been monetized on Rumble. You mentioned Rumble. Uh, and my producer told me that we got paid. Nice. Are you ready? Yes. A dollar Hey, that's better than zero. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, getting started. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that is quite exciting to get paid a dollar and seventy three cents. Dollar seventy three. So uh, by the beginning of next year, I'm up to. I'm thinking we're probably could be clearing twenty seven, twenty eight dollars a month. <laughs> so if you can find me, do not talk on all the platforms, just like Vin Dog here, and uh, subscribe and like and share. That's the best thing, isn't it, Vin Dog? Yes, it is. Share. Your video, share your podcast, right? Uh, and then more people start sharing it. Then all of a sudden, your numbers start climbing. So I think it's really exciting. Right? Yeah, you know, it's kind of frightening that if the numbers do start climbing, then there's more frights to come for all of you. <laughs> oh yeah, the uh, the trolls are coming out of the woodwork already. They they've already uh -huh. been hitting me. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course, the trolls but are hitting you. I've been in the media business my entire life. I've had death threats. I've not only had death threats, but I've been told how they're going to kill me, where, when, <laughs> what they're going to use. And my response has always been the same to every single one of them. Just make sure you kill me. Exactly. After you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's funny. So so uh, you've actually been threatened, yeah, huh? It, yeah, so anything that they bring now, it's like, whatever. I've already heard it. Stupid. Yeah, Come exactly. <laughs> it's It's crazy how that happens, right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> For example, at the uh, March for Life um, rally today at the California State Capitol building, uh, March for Life, in case you didn't know, is an actual gathering of people. Christians for the most part, but there were many there and some guest speakers who were one was a, a Democrat from Louisiana. K 
came out to speak at this thing. Wow. And, a Democrat uh, of all things. Yes. And she's all pro-life and she was amazing. It was great hearing her. So, uh, but that's, that's the gathering. That's what a March for Life is. It started in Washington, D.C., like oh, almost a million people. It's just such a huge deal, especially while President Trump was uh, was ruling the roost. And yeah, because that was the very first president in the history of March for Life who actually attended was it, Trump. Yes, and he was the very first pro life president. Like, well, outspoken. real vocal. Outspoken, I mean, George W. Yes. Bush definitely was. Both both Bushes were. Uh, Ronald Reagan was. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Bill Clinton claimed to be. But he also claimed he didn't inhale. So um, <laughs> that was so stupid, wasn't it? <laughs> so they gather and um, at this event, talk about trolls, Vin. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what they were. They had a, a kind of an Antifa look to them. And they had these great big banners. And they, oh, had boy. Mega, they had megaphones and they had sirens. And they were just making all the noise they could. But the police wouldn't let them. They'd only let them get up to a certain point. Right. They wouldn't let them actually be in with us. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, toward one of the videos I shot, and it's going to be on my show, Do Not Talk, um, I actually go. I go to the other side, and I'm notorious for that. I'll go right over to the other side, start talking to them, start start messing with them sometimes. <laughs> and so I do this, right? And, uh, and I, I decided on camera, I'm going, let's count how many people are actually here protesting the March for Life. Right. One, two, three, four, 12. So there was 12, 12 like protesting against the March for Life. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. March for Life. We're marching for death. March for death. March for death. There were 12 of them. And I thought, that's pathetic. That's yeah, the that's. Best you can do. That's horribly pathetic. It must have been Gavin Newsom's cousins or something. I don't know. <laughs> Either that or <laughs> these are the ones that are really doing it for the love of death. Uh, and they're not getting paid for it because, you know, all those other Antifa and protests and all that kind of stuff that happened, especially during 2020, those idiots were getting paid. And I actually got one of their flyers and I posted it. That was the first video I ever did that went viral. I actually went to a BLM <laughs> protest and I found one of these flyers came out of their blacked out windowed van where they bust everybody in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look at this. Yeah. They're getting paid. They're getting paid to be here. They're getting paid to do this. Oh, yeah. They're getting iced up financially to do that. And not only that, um, there are some people in the GOP that are just super sellouts in the GOP of California. I got to say it Boy, how it is right now. <laughs> brother, isn't that the truth? And uh, that's why I was so championing the cause of come out for the primaries. Come out for the primaries. Vote June 7th. Be there. Come on, Christians. Come on, conservatives. Come on, Republicans. Even independents. You're sick of what the Democrats have been doing. They're, they're driving this uh, once beautiful golden state right off the cliff. Come out and vote. Otherwise, because what this legislature has done what the state of California, these Democrats have done, has made it to where it doesn't matter who goes to November to the midterm elections. It can be two Democrats as long as they garner the most votes. Okay, so but, riddle me this. Why is it that the GOP of California always wants people to support them and they won't support people like Anthony Tremino? I mean, come on, they duped Larry Elder, too, at the same time. Preach it. Yeah. It. And, and so me personally, I'm just like, you know what? The GOP is just not to be trusted right now. I, I'm sorry. I have no faith in the GOP. I mean, Dolly, he paid him, what, 30 grand to probably, you know, be endorsed by them. 
Um, yes, it, it, it's, there was some money exchanged in, in exchange for getting an endorsement. And uh, the more I find out about these political action committees and, for example, the, 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 every county has its GOP. Yeah. And you want to run for office, you get in with those folks. They will train you. They'll teach you. They'll bring you up and they'll, they'll, they'll vet you. They will. And I'm glad. Uh, and then they'll back you. But there are some big ones who uh -huh. you make a little investment of a few tens of thousands of dollars. Next thing you know, you're getting a glowing endorsement from that group. And uh, yeah, I don't blame you. I, I, don't, I don't trust them anymore either. The more I find out, the more I'm realizing you clowns are every bit as responsible for the left. Destroying yeah, as a matter of fact, sometimes I think they're on the payroll from the left, the way things are going. <laughs> Doesn't it seem like that? As yeah. long as they all get invited to the same parties and all get the nice little accolades at dinners and so on and so forth from their, from the, uh, from the goofball standing in the hallway trying to get them to vote for this or that. Uh, it's, it's just all about the money. Follow the dollar, Vendog. Yeah, as a matter of fact... Um, I don't know if you know very much about the political situation that we had in Riverside County. Um, our district attorney and the sheriff was like at the helm of being overtaken by two George Soros paid plots to be in office here. And uh, we kind of made sure that we tarred and feathered them and ran them out of the county. Did you? Yes, yes. Good on you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Spooky has no place here in Riverside County. You're not wanted <laughs> here, man. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I love it. Yes. And so the propagandist, 90-something-year-old, uh, I thought he was like about 500 years old, he uh, <clears throat> uh, reportedly bought like uh, 18 Spanish radio stations to start left-wing propaganda to say people shouldn't believe all the conservative stuff that is going on. It's crazy, man. I'm telling you, George Soros is on the loose, and the left is in his hip pocket. I can only blame Soros and uh, the politicians uh, for so much of it. Um, I, I'm starting to absolutely put the blame on the goofballs who were voting to put those clowns in power. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who are not even uh, putting a, a second's worth of time into even looking at the voter pamphlet. They go down, they vote, or they vote by mail because who wants to actually stand in line? <laughs> uh, they vote by mail. And they're literally voting if there's a D in front of their name or if I like that name. Oh, my cousin was uh, named Brian. Yeah, Brian's a good guy. I'm going to vote for that guy. Uh, that's uh, as long as they have a D in front of his name. That's how blindly they are voting and taking their 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 responsibility as citizens. So it's just flippant. It's it's disgusting. It's horrible. I'm mm -hmm. blaming the voters. More than half the population of California is on my bad list. <laughs> So allegedly, reportedly, there is like close to 17 million people in California that claim to be evangelicals. And <laughs> not even a tenth of that got out to vote. They did not. Uh, it was dismal. Uh, you're talking about the primary on June 2nd. It was uh, one of the lowest turnouts in history mm -hmm. of uh, California politics. And uh, the Democrats showed up. They showed up in a big way. Oh, they how always do you explain, show up. How do you explain Gavin Newsom? Gavin Newsom garnering 
close to two million votes to continue. Yeah, yeah. How it's ridiculous. That? The Democrats came out of the woodwork, man, because they thought, well, we're taking a stand here in California because they know as California goes, so goes the rest of the country. Exactly. And, uh, and uh, as a matter of fact, um, I was watching uh, this show called The American Journal with Harrison Smith this morning. And um, there was a guy on that they're starting this new. They started this thing in 1996. It's called Texit. I guess they're trying to exit and secede from the Union of the United States. Yeah, they've, been t- they've talked about that more than once. Yeah. Uh, it was talked about uh, dur- during the Obama reign of terror as well. They were talking about li- and they can. That's the mm-hmm. funny part. Everybody's laughing at him. Everybody's going, well, that's stupid. You can you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Actually, they can. Yeah. And they're close they, to doing legally it. Legally and constitutional. They can do that. They're close to doing it. But the, the drive through media is not reporting it. That's great. <laughs> that, that's absolutely fine. I mean, seriously, because who cares? Uh, as long as it's being reported in Texas, mm-hmm. uh, if I were a Texan, I wouldn't care less what the rest of the country is doing. That's the whole idea why we want to break away from it yeah. and become our own <laughs> sovereign state. Who cares if the media even reports on it? As long as Texans know, as long as it's, the word is getting out there and there's growing support for it. She, you do it. I'll move to your country. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they said the guy was like, man, I don't know. You guys better start moving here now because once we become our own sovereign nation, it's going to be real hard to get in as an immigrant. <laughs> and I don't blame them. Yeah. Look how Californians have rushed down there and they bring their stupid lame ass politics with them. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Austin, Texas is absolute flaming blue. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Flaming. And that's not the, the only one. San Antonio, too. And mm, Houston. Dallas, Fort Worth. <laughs> yeah. I'm True. like, what happened? What's going on here? We're moving there. <laughs> the idiots are moving there. They, they've created, uh, they, in their effort to make a Star Trek utopia in California, they've priced themselves right out of the market. Yes. Can't even afford to stay here. Selling the homes at their inflated, uh, completely unsustainable value running down there, paying cash, uh, as they're doing here in Northern California with Bay Area people coming over, pricing we locals right out of the market. We can't even buy a home here because every time we get, oh, I've got my pre-qual letter, I'm all pre-qualified with the bank. Look, see, step aside. We got so we got Sam Fran here trying to pay us cash, $50,000 over the asking price. We can't even buy property or homes in our own state, Vindog. No, we can't. And and as you know, uh, BlackRock is actually buying up a lot of the real estate. How about farmland being purchased by Bill Gates? Oh, that and guy. China and China mm-hmm. buying up our farmland, particularly buying up these huge, massive farms. What's the story there? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really critical what's happening right now. This is like some irreprehensible stuff. And, you know, what's crazy that you mentioned, you know, you're the good buddies of uh, some people, George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush. Did you know that George H.W. Bush signed off the United States to a New World Order agenda in 1991? I remember when he gave that speech. Mm-hmm. We're going to usher in a new world order. <laughs> I remember when he said that. and I was like. What did he just say? What, did he just say that? What the hell? He's talking about one world government stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
and, and right now, the, there's some guys that are on the mission of doing that right now. Uh, well, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> we already know that that's going to usher in the end. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's an actual follower of Christ Jesus, I suggest you read the Bible. It will give you a whole lot of tips on what's coming. Oh, You'll yeah. be ready for it. Mm-hmm. This is part of the plan. This is what's going to happen. That one world government, when the government becomes a religion, look at communism. Mm-hmm. You don't allow churches. You don't allow pastors. When Mao Zedong took over China, what's the first people he went, went after? The churches. He didn't even imprison, yeah. He didn't even imprison them. He murdered them. Yeah, exactly. Them. Yeah. Yeah. 60 million people just under Mao Zedong. Yep. The Nobody Mao revolution. Nobody ever talks about that. No, of course six, not. Six million in Germany under Adolf Hitler. Yeah, that was awful. Sixty million. Well, the this current is what press, communism yeah, does. Yeah. This is what socialism does. It's going to be control at all costs, even at your life. We're going to get control. Period. Yeah. Let's start it, by taking away your guns. How about that? Let's start. <laughs> yeah, with that. yeah. And they, boy, they sure do like to talk about gun control. Oh, we're coming after assault rep weapons. And then some idiot that I used to know, <laughs> he thought AR stood for assault rifle. Oh, they all do, though. They all do. <laughs> I, I keep telling it's Armalite rifle, Armalite, A-R-M-A-L-I-T-E. Armalite is a manufacturer of a, of a good rifle. Yeah. And by the way, while you're calling it an assault weapon, my fists are an assault weapon if they wind up in your face. <laughs> Everything's in a... This water bottle, freeze it, it, throw it into a crowd, hurt somebody, that's an assault weapon. Yes, it is. just throw these terms around, and people are like, (laughs) Oh, man. The deer are wearing Kevlar vests, according to Joe Biden. (laughs) What a stupid thing to say. Oh, my goodness. I I got to tell you one thing. Once resident brain dead got into office, once he started occupying the White House, his handlers really ushered in to take control to make sure that he didn't screw up everything. But, of course, he screwed up some things that they told him not to say, but he said some things publicly. And then. um, Well, well, he's reading the liner notes. Yes. Yes. Remember? Yes. He, He reads the liner notes in parentheses that he's not supposed to read. He'll just read those. He is a, a train wreck. He was a train wreck for 40-something years as a senator and vice president. Mm-hmm. Never, never a good man. I mean— that used to, Vin Dog, that used to bug me when Tucker Carlson used to— uh, talking about his cognitive decline, Biden's. Uh, Tucker would go, and we hate to say this because he's, he's basically a good person. He's a good man. Who are you talking about? He's <laughs> never been a good man. Oh, he had an engaging man. smile, but I mean, look at his history of uh, of voting or not voting. Uh, right. is, is disastrous. What a terrible man. So now he is running the the, the most powerful country in the world, at least so far. Uh, yeah. And he says he's going to run again in <laughs> 2024, Vindog. Oh, boy. He can't even stay on his own bicycle. This is terrible. Yeah, so, it is terrible. What are they going to do? What are the Democrats going to do come 2024 as it gets closer? The last thing they want is Biden running again, because that will be an automatic win for, I don't care if they run, run a dachshund with a yes. with Republican in, in front of its name. That dachshund is going to be our next president. Um, 
who are they? What are they going to do? Do you think they have any plan? Well, um, you know, I heard, I just heard on the rumor mill that they're trying to, they might try to capitulate to Michelle Obama, which is really, in my case, uh, the name is Big Mike. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Big Mike. Yeah. So, yeah, they might go with Big Mike in 2024 to run against whoever the GOP nominee is. I can see that. And people are just stupid enough that they will flock to support her and get behind. Yeah. Uh, I use her loosely. Yes. Uh, That non-binary former first lady. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. As Joan Rivers said, Michelle Obama's a man. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. And you know what happened to her a couple weeks later? Yeah, exactly. She got got Clintoned. Yeah. She got suicided. So... Listen to this numbskull, Joe Biden. I I like to call him Josephina because that's just his name to me. Um, Listen to what he says. Listen to this. We we do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've been doing for fairly well. That's why we need the money. Thank you. Wow, did you hear that? That's why they need the money. There's going to be another pandemic. <laughs> that will just bring to, to, to pass the last prediction I made about a year ago when I said there will be a midterm election variant. I don't care what name they're going to give it, but that's what it'll be. Yeah, the midterm variant. all back into your homes, to scare you all back into your homes, and to say, oh, we all need to vote by mail because no easier way to cheat mm-hmm. than by mail. Yeah, exactly. And there is no other way to cheat than by mail because uh, there is a organization, I think you know about them, uh, they're a California-based uh, conservative organization. They actually have proof that the 2020 California election was stolen. <laughs> Easy to believe. Yes. Easy to believe. I, I, I've been in the media my entire life. I have access to input and results from all over the country uh, on these elections. Oftentimes, I was the one there reporting on the results of elections uh, with different companies. I've worked for different radio stations. Mm-hmm. And um, 2020, I knew it was a landslide. Trump was winning in a landslide. Yeah. And when I finally went to bed about 1230, I woke up the next morning. and I'm like, what? They closed what? They stopped counting votes because why? They put up barriers to where people couldn't even watch the vote. How? 2,000 mules. And then 2,000 mules. Thank you, Dinesh D'Souza. <laughs> Love him. You saw it, I'm, I guess. Yes, yes. And, and you Amazing. know, it's so funny. I knew in 2020 that Donald Trump was going to run up the scoreboard. And... Um, they had to put a stop to it some way, somehow. You know, I mean, even dead relatives I know that weren't even Democrats uh, voted Democrat. Uh, so, <laughs> so that just tells you what's really going on around here in these parts. Yeah, the and the uh, the fraudulent voting is is uh, powerful, so powerful in California. Alex Padilla, who helped design uh, the way they steal the vote. 
has bragged about, well, other states are literally using uh, our what we're doing here. Uh, I'll bet they are. And you're probably getting a finder's fee for it too, Padilla. Yeah. So we need, um, we need these people out. We need them out not now. We need them out yesterday. Uh, if you Republicans, you independents, libertarians, declined estates, Christians don't show up, the first Tuesday in November, sayonara, sucker. Yep. I don't it, know what, I don't know. If we don't show up in massive numbers, that's mm -hmm. the only way we can literally overwhelm so much of this fraud. Yeah, and, and do not comply person. either. Don't comply with their dumb shutdowns either. Right. Amen. Yeah, amen because amen. that is going to be too crazy. I, I mean, put it this way. They needed two weeks to flatten the curve. It's been over three years. Um, and now they're talking about pushing out another variant. So, you know, they're talking about more climate shutdowns and all this other junk. Um, and then, you know, resident brain dead himself said that they were going to end fossil fuels to have renewable. How do you have renewable energy if you don't have fossil fuels that creates that renewable energy? That is it the is. dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Absolutely ludicrous. And, and the, the, the money that we're paying to ship oil and natural gas in from other countries that we were supplying for ourselves, so much so we had so much that we were selling the surplus. Right, right, right. Um, Under President Trump. And now we are shipping it in from other countries. We're begging them to lower prices. Uh, uh, goofball Biden didn't have any time to, to, to fly to this or that, to meet with local business owners, corporations who are, who are about to undergo uh, all kinds of tax hikes. Didn't have time to meet with them, but he's going to fly to Saudi Arabia and, and beg some imam to, uh, to please uh, increase your production. Or to lower your price, uh, to which they said no to both, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's uh, just getting started. Uh, $7 down in SoCal and several other places I've been seeing, Bay Area, $8. It's Ouch. Not, it's, just, it's just getting started. Just getting started. Yeah, see? and you know, um, they're talking about there's going to be kind of like July uprisings because of the food shortages. People are like, oh, it's going to be in August probably. I'm like, no, it's coming in July, folks. I mean, yeah. this is real bad. Speaking of July, you know what's increasing July 1st, right? Yeah. Because we voted no on Prop 6. Uh, they're about to raise the gas tax again and the registration fees for your vehicle. Yeah. Good job, Democrats. Good job, Democrats. Yes, great job. job. You know what I noticed about Democrats? Everything they touch turns to rubbish. They ruin, they yeah. ruin everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, left, the left destroys everything, just like their father. Mm -hmm. uh, the father of lies, who his uh, whole sole purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, they're just following his marching orders, aren't they? Yes, they are. And so, uh, you know, um, these are like Hitler-esque things that are happening. Um, you think? Yes. And this is a war rate <laughs> waged against humanity. Basically, that's yep. what it is. Yep. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it, it is that, insane. That's what's happening. And the, the last barrier of their whole Star Trek utopia, New World Order, is the United States of America. We were the last bastion of freedom. We're the most powerful, not only with resources, but financially the most powerful country in the world. At least we were. Uh, and uh, they cannot, 
accomplish that George Soros-esque one world government with the United States standing in the way. And that's why they hated Trump so much because he came in and goes, nope, no, 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 we're stopping that. We can't keep that. That's not going to keep happening. Hell no, not on my watch. Remember he said that. Socialism will never happen in the United States of America, not on my watch. Well, they had to get rid of him. Imagine what he could have done with four more years with the momentum that he had up to that point, despite the COVID crap and the pandemic. Imagine what he could have accomplished by now. Oh, yeah. The scamdemic was a, was a big sham. Unfortunately, he had people around him that were total globalist, like his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. Um he did I one of the most. Might be right on he, that. he did one of the most viable things that God says that you're not supposed to do. And you can look this up in Genesis chapter twelve. Give away the first, Israel. Yes, and uh, also Joel was it Joel three chapter two uh, about you know God what God will do to you if you try to divide His land. Right. Um, and you know it's weird. It happened two days before the scamdemic kicked in. Isn't that strange that they were trying to split Israel? Uh, I'm like, whoa! I'm like, hey, that that I'm like, that's not a part of God's peace plan. <laughs> no, good point. Good point. You know, I'm like, you know what? I, I I think God just let the and you know God can let things happen on purpose. Of course, just to see if you get, just to see if people are going to get that chance to get the picture of what's really happening. And, that whole free will thing. Yeah. God goes, okay, you you guys you guys want to do it on your own. Here you go. I'm gonna hand it over to you. Yeah. I'm gonna give you over to yourself and see how that works out for you. Give you over to yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> so true. Yeah, man. Yeah. And so and so what happened was that these numbskulls tried to do it. And I'm like, man, Jared Kushner, what are you thinking? And I'm like, and, and this guy is of Jewish descent, and you would think he would know better, but I guess he doesn't read the Bible enough. Um, or he probably doesn't read it. Uh, and he did this, tried to do this two-state salute. I'm like, no, man, you can't do that. No way. So you're telling me that Jared Kushner is a gino. Yes. Uh, Jewish in name only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and another thing, and I tell you, this these are some things. I like that. Don't gloss over that. That's funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> He's a gino. He's a gino. <laughs> There's a lot of Chinos too, Christians in there. Yeah, yeah, Ginosaurus. Ginosaurus. <laughs> we need that Ginosaurus to be extinct. <laughs> Send it to the tar pits. Yeah, it's so. It's so. Another thing is too, uh, and and a caller brought this up earlier on the show. I was listening to earlier. Um, he said the biggest mistake Donald Trump did make outside the whole Jared Kushner situation was the attorney general it should have been from the beginning Rudy Giuliani instead of Jeff Sessions Jeff Sessions was the biggest mistake ever because he recused himself he was an awesome senator though you got to give it to them I, I I'm sorry he ever left I'm sorry he accepted the offer I wish he wouldn't have because you're right he mm -hmm. he, he that was disappointing. That was greatly disappointing. Rudy Giuliani would have been extraordinary. Why not? Heck yeah. yeah throw yeah. him in there, man. <laughs> I mean, come Rudy on. You're talking about a guy that took down the mob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I agree with that. I think that would have been a good choice. So, yeah. And, and, you know, so that would have been a great choice. Attorney General 
Rudy Giuliani, I would have bought that for a dollar. <laughs> you know, like, yep. <laughs> like my goodness. Um, yeah. But and unfortunately, he learned the hard way. And and I got to tell you, I, I don't know how you feel. I, I I just think that Mike Pence was a globalist hack. He he was put in place, you know. There, um, he did some things that just were not favor, not in my favor. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Well, only one. And only his own and his own people him. and his own people in Indiana didn't even like him as governor. They said he was really? a sellout. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, I guess I could do a little more research, but mm-hmm. but I, I got to tell you, um, I believe I believed Mike Mike Pence when he talked about. You know, he's uh, uh, God, family, country in that order. Yeah. I'd never heard anybody in a political office saying anything like that. I thought that was amazing. And I believed him. Yeah. His actions and the things he did and the way he lived his life and the decisions he made uh, that I know of all seem to fit in line with what who he said he was. I don't I don't buy that. He's a sellout. I think he may have genuinely. I want to believe the best. Okay, on the national look up Mike Pence's speech on the National Day of Prayer, and you'll see what he did that just like probably made God vomit him out of his mouth. He misquoted the Bible, a Bible verse. Do you remember which one? <laughs> uh, let's look that up. <laughs> And that was the uh, day, National Day of Prayer. Yes, and you know who brought it out? To, you know who brought that up to me was Anthony Hopper. Anthony. Yeah. Anthony. Anthony who? <laughs> Doctor Anthony Harper. Oh Harper! Oh yes. my buddy! Yeah. I thought, I thought you said Hopper. At first. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I love Anthony. Anthony yeah. Harper. Yes, awesome, he man. he brought that up to me, and I'm like, wait a minute, that wow, where it says that God will heal, you know. He says, and Mike Pence changed it to our land. I was like, what? Or our nation. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I have to preface uh, any time I quote scripture, I have to say, I'm probably paraphrasing. But uh, as best I remember, here's what it says. Uh, I'm not the best at memorizing anything frankly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I just wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. when he made the decision not to be that deciding vote to absolutely make that election, that filthy, dishonest, dirty election, null and void. It could have been Pence. Pence could have done it. it oh yeah. One, one vote. Uh, the January 6th break in, uh, or invite in, as the video I saw with the Capitol Police literally yeah. opening the gates and waving people in. What a clown show that was. It's still going on, brother. There's people in prison for a year and a half not even being given their basic rights at that uh, horrible political prison in Washington, D.C. It is uh, an atrocious thing that's going on in our United States of America. And the worst part about it, I don't hear any Republicans talking about it, except for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, She's that's the only it. one that actually went there. That's it. Yeah, and it's crazy that you mentioned that because, yeah, she's like one of the only people that's actually trying to do something about it. And everybody else is just sitting on their hands and, you know, collecting the checks. It's I mean, embarrassing. I mean, look at Turtle. Yeah, Matt Gates. Matt Gates has been another. Oh, uh, yeah, strong, yeah. Strong voice for that, too. 
But I mean, we got powerhouses like Jordan and Ted Cruz. And have you heard those guys talk about what's going on with those people being still kept in prison? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, two people that you just mentioned right now, Jim Jordan and Matt Gates. Now, if you're a, if you're a Democrat and a rhino, or as I like, we like to say now, Gino. Um, no, that's Jewish in name only. Yeah, yeah. So if if you like to do if you like to duke it out with those guys, good luck because uh, Jim Jordan, he, he and I have something in common. We were both wrestlers in high school, so that was awesome. <laughs> You were both. You were both what? Wrestlers in high school. Oh, you're a wrestler too. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, we we're like pit bulls in in the midst of it all. So, you know, know. let's like let's go. You know, and Matt Gates, he even told some guys on the sin. What was it on the floor? Like, hey, you know what? Some of you guys don't like me, and I don't like you as well. And I've told you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, we need more like that. Mm -hmm. We need more like that. And we had somebody like that running for, speaking of Alex Padilla, running to kick him out and take that seat mm -hmm. in the Senate. That's the one that Kamala Harris held. Uh, and when she Oh, the backroom bandit. Yeah. Alex Padilla. <laughs> we had Cordy Williams, who is exactly a former Marine stud going after. And now we got James P. Bradley, too. He was another one running for that same seat. Both of them very admirable gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Neither one of them made it because we didn't show up. Yeah, isn't that horrible? The primaries. We didn't vote for people like that. So we're going to have Alex Padilla continuing in that seat come November as he has some weak-ass challenger. Of course, uh, that's the plan, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the paid plan. So <laughs> Yeah, but we do it to ourselves. The Democrats know, the Democrats know that we don't show up. We don't show mm -hmm. up in the primaries. We barely show up in the midterms. Exactly. We're not bothered. We only, exactly. We're only bothered with the big elections. Well, mm -hmm. I'm not waiting for a president with finely coiffed blonde hair to come in and rescue the day anymore. You know what I do? Local action equals national impact. Yes, sir. Local action equals national impact. Start voting in your state elections, your county, your city. Yes. The city council. Have you even met them? Do you know who they are? Have you been to any of their speeches? Have you been to a town hall? Are, have you, do you even follow their Facebook page? Do you know who they are? Are they a Republican or are they Democrat? Where they stand? And if you're a believer and you don't start voting with biblical values. Toast. That's basically what everybody would be. Toast. And yeah. there's a lot of people who aren't. Yeah. Who are believers. But, well, yeah, I'm going to vote for him. But uh, because, uh, well, he did he did a good job. Well, he's a Democrat and he fully supports uh, abortion on demand right up to the point of birth. You OK with that? <laughs> well, he's done a good job. In the economy. Shut up. Shut up. You're making it worse. Stop making excuses. You're voting against God. You're going against. Talk about voting against God. Yeah, stupid is what stupid does. Somebody's nice, or you like him, or you met him at the, at the uh, Leatherby's ice cream parlor. Whatever it is, you're going to vote for him again, despite what they stand for. They go directly against God's. Now, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. You're now, for that. now, you know what's crazy to me is that a lot of people are just like really sitting on their hands, right? Uh, is that to say the least? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they just don't want to get off their duff and make something happen. Right. All right. This guy, I, I totally disagree with his agenda that he's had in the past. And I've only read up about him because he was long gone after I was born. 
this guy said this, and this is crazy what he says about the white liberal. Listen to this. There are many whites who are trying to solve the problem, but you never see them going under the label of liberals. That, that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox. And a fox is almost is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling. You take him for a friend. <laughs> Who is that? I like that guy. That was Malcolm X. He said that Seriously. about the white liberal. That is so true what he said 100%. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's you know, awesome. I, I disagree with his Uber agenda, but he he spoke the truth. Many ways. That's that's very cool. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I disagree with his uh his whole agenda, but I heard that he was trying to turn it around at the end of his life, and uh that's what got him killed. <laughs> oh man. Seriously. Yeah. So, really? yeah, so it, it's insane. These are things that people don't report about in history, of course, because people want to destroy American history, you know, hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really sad, though, Charlie, that a lot of folks, they really don't know the real history. They just go about what people would say. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's, it's just on that, on that type of level that people just, you know, capitulate themselves to whatever is told to them. Do you think people are starting to wake up? I mean, there is a great awakening, you know, hopefully. Um, I mean, because look what happened with Buzz Lightyear. Disney's disaster. Oh. Uh, you know, their, their continuation of Toy Story with just the character yes, Buzz Lightyear. Yes, yes, that was who, awesome. From the very inception has been voiced by Tim Allen. Well, Tim Allen's way too awake, so Disney scrapped him. Put, yes. Uh, Edwards in there <laughs> as the voice of Buzz Lightyear, mm-hmm. and uh, gave him a lesbian girlfriend who who married her her lover, and uh, and they have a female kissing scene in there as they celebrating their their anniversary, and uh, uh, as usual with Hollywood and the media, they don't let that stuff out. They don't say that stuff because they want you seeing it. It's all about grooming. Oh yeah, so and they that's didn't what let doing. people know in advance. Well, uh, there's been Christian organizations getting the word out. Here's what's here's what's in this thing, and it's been over an overwhelming flop. I don't know how much it made them uh, or how much uh, it cost them to make it, but I hope it was in the hundreds of millions. I really hope it was. Oh man, me it's, too. It's a box office flop, and I think that's because people are finally waking up. I yes, hope. yes. You know what? I hope they're finally waking up too because. This is totally ridiculous. I, I'm serious. It, it's really sad that people really have to be capitulated to this nonsense. Yeah, Especially brother. children. They're children. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with your own stupid adult body. But when you start jacking with kids, you now have a whole new set of problems. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? These people are creating their own new set of problems. I love what Jesus said about those who uh, fall, uh, cause any of the little ones to, to fall away. You might as well uh, have a it, millstone it tied be around their neck. better if they were to tie a heavy millstone around their neck and oh, be yeah. cast into the sea. Be yeah. cast into the sea. It'd be better if you were never to be born at all. Isn't that insane, but true? 
And I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's a very it. bad day of reckoning coming for, for, mm-hmm. for those people who are doing this to our children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including schools. Oh, boy. Let's and not school see. boards oh, and man. school districts, administrators, teachers, filthy teachers who – have you noticed, Ben Dog? people treat teachers like they're some kind of sacred cow? Every time you say anything about uh, negative about any certain teacher, people – just come flying at you with the same words. Well, they're they're mostly great people. They're good people. They're not paid enough. They're paid as much their starting salary in public education. They're paid as much as a starting salary of a police officer who's there every day doing 10, 12-hour shifts, putting their lives on the line for, as opposed to Tiffany here, who's working five and a half hours a day, maybe six. Oh, you're going to have some grades some papers later on. You get two weeks off at Christmas, a week off at Easter, but you can't call it Christmas or Easter. Plus all the days you get off for teacher planning days, which could be done during the summer. Yeah, that's true. No, they got to be done during the school year. <laughs> uh, and then you get the whole two months off in the summer, and you're making the same amount of money as a start- your starting salary. Many of yeah. them making far more, and they have tenure. That is now, insane. If there does something wrong, they can be fired like that, despite belonging to the union. Oh a teacher, man, yeah. A teacher could parade around all day with no pants on. Yeah, it's crazy, you know. And it would just be a reprimand, paid leave. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what I'm is going kid. on around here, folks? Stop. I, I think a lot of it is they own the language. Ben Dog, we got to stop using their language. We got to stop repeating and parroting the same things that they say over and over and over again. We got to quit yeah. and start calling things out, start calling people out, start calling a spade a spade. Absolutely, 100%. And pride comes before destruction. I put that post up and I got really hit for that one. You did? Um, yeah. <laughs> It's true. It was hilarious to me that you realize that has not even been an official proclamation that June is Homosexual Pride Month. There's been no uh, government recognition of it. There's been no uh, today is proclaimed as or this month is proclaimed as they literally just started saying we've decided this is our month and you're going to fall in line. And look what everybody's done. Yeah, everybody's fallen in line, especially the military. Man. You can thank Obama for a lot of that. Oh, when he man. Was, when he was president, he spent eight years dismantling the military hierarchy. Let Remember me just say all this. the generals like Flynn yes. who, were, uh, who were, you know, uh, uh, corrected or, or forced out for the slightest, most ridiculous thing. You tweeted, you misspelled a word in one of your tweets four years ago. You're out. Um, that was all under Obama. That was eight years he had to dismantle the hierarchy of our military. And look what we have now, Millie and Austin. Yes, Barack Saddam Hussein Obama damaged <laughs> America hand over fist. Yeah. I mean, remember when he lit up the White House in rainbow colors? I mean, yes. I like to tell people straight out, Barack Saddam Hussein Obama was the first gay president of the United States of America. If I think there be might honest. be a lot of truth to that, a lot of validity to that. I've seen uh, the photos of him and his even best the dog agreed. Who, who, the, him and his best friend in college, who, who, who they were, uh, they were very, very close. And uh, yeah, really close. Friend, his best friend looks looks strikingly like Michelle Obama. 
Um, <laughs> I've seen the photos. I, I, I know it might be true. It might be true. I, I just, that whole thing was so embarrassing to me mm-hmm. that uh, a nobody from Chicago who nobody knew, who really never promised he was going to do anything other than hope and change, never explained <laughs> what that hope and change was. But if you'd bothered to read his book, Audacity of Hope, you'd know what it was. Oh, yeah, exactly. And also, this guy comes out, speaks for John Kerry. I'm like, oh, this guy has been groomed since he was a child. You know that's how that works. Right. So he was already groomed. Yeah, it became quite obvious. Mm -hmm. And uh, the most embarrassing and sad thing is it worked. Mm -hmm. That's the worst part. Because the media had so, by that point, just absolutely damaged and destroyed any credibility that George Bush had. Um, He was disappointed to me in many ways. But I'll tell you what, I'm sure glad he was in office when we were hit on 9-11 and it wasn't Al Gore. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm just going to call Tipper my dog and we're going to find out what happened, but uh, we're not going to retaliate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and nobody's ever properly explained to me what was the whole idea about going after Iraq. I, I still don't get that unless it was retribution for his, his dad who didn't go all the way and get the job done. I got to finish the Worst job thing for we my did was take it out. Of, we took out a strong man who was not a religious zealot who was keeping some control in that area. I'm, I'm sorry he was a bad guy, but people who were under him and living there, at least they were doing well at the time financially. Unlike now, who knows what it, life must be like there. Nobody reports on it anymore. But, yeah. uh, and then we took out Muammar Gaddafi. That was Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Why? Mm-hmm. why? Why did we do that? Another strong man who was not a religious zealot, mm-hmm. military man. Yeah. Now we got nothing but imams and nutbags uh, running these countries over there, and we've got one country about to become a nuclear power any day now. Yeah, Iran. Hmm. How's that going to work out? Yeah, how's that working out for you now, you Biden lovers? How's it great, working out great, for you? Great job ushering yeah. in World War Three. Yeah, great job. And, and 80, you know, the over Democrat eighty billion party, dollars in military equipment we left yeah, behind in Afghanistan. Yeah. You know, the Democrat Party is the party of warmongers. Um, Always has been. Yes, I mean, look at look at what happened in World War II. Democrat, yeah. come on, yeah. they're warmongers. Everybody who uh, who every time they praise FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, about what a great wartime president, you know, I'm like, oh, are you serious? Mm-hmm. No, he prolonged. The, the depression, the only thing that got us out of it finally was the war. Um, no, he was a horrible president. Everybody's bad as Obama. But the, the shovel-ready jobs, remember those signs during Obama? Same thing was going on with FDR when the government, your tax dollars, were turning around and paying people union scale, some of them, to do shovel-ready jobs, as they called it. That's socialism. Yes, absolutely, 100%. That's socialism. Can't call it anything else but socialism. I'm with you. I am not in the FDR camp whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. it was like, oh, the FDR New Deal. And did you know that uh, FDR uh, actually uh, was a fan of Hitler? That's right. That's right. I'd forgotten <laughs> about that. He was uh, a fan of yeah. Hitler. And there were some bigwigs in the, in the uh, corporate world who were as well, including Henry Ford. Yes, and also, yes, and also uh, Watson. 
Watson? Yes. As in like um, IBM? Uh, Sherlock Holmes partner? The doctor? <laughs> As in the IBM guy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, as you can tell, I've I've read a lot of history. <laughs> I love history. That's great, man. I can talk history all day. I love it. It's fascinating, dude. To me. Because let me tell you, if, if we don't learn from it, we are doomed to repeat it. Yes, they're definitely doomed to repeat it, and they're repeating it right now. And they're not even shying away from talking about it. No, you know, and you, that, noticed, that's a, you noticed that, have you? Yeah. I mean, think Very about sorry. it. People are like, "Oh man, this is great what they're doing in Washington." I'm like, "Are you serious?" What what are you on right now? <laughs> Who's saying that's great? I haven't heard anybody say that. Oh. Who are you hanging out with? <laughs> oh no, I'm talking about the people in the drive-through media. Oh, got it. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't call many of them friends anymore. Yeah, I, well, they never were my friends. I was just like, wow, this is insane. What's really happening? Yeah, you I know? agree. And, and everybody, you know, and unfortunately, um. We all have somebody that uh, we know that just buys everything that they're saying. I mean, to be honest with you, I I think Donald Trump would have a heck of a run in 24 if he came out and said, hey, you know what? I did not want the pandemic to happen. I had people around me that said, oh, we got to do this. I was duped. And... uh, you know, well, you know, I was going to talk about something else that's called the bioweapon that I call it on my show. Um, <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with this, Charlie. Uh, nope, you lost me. You, you, you lost me back there in uh, 1942. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Um, I, I, I'm going to say that uh, President Trump, if Ron DeSantos decides to run for president, uh, I don't think that Trump will get a second shot at it. No. And Ron DeSantis is a stand-up guy, too. Fantastic. He's not backing down at all. Every day he's looking for a new target. I know he's the, awesome. Yes. And I'll tell you what, I'd love to see him, uh, the uh, the uh, governor of, uh, is it? South Dakota, North Dakota, South Gretchen. Dakota. Oh, Christy. Oh, Christy Nome. Yeah, that's it. Nome, Vice President, or Candace Owens. Oh, Candace that'd Owens. Awesome. Oh, she'd be old ah. enough at that by that time. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. Man. <laughs> Candace Owens like a shot out of the dark too. Oh, she's fat. We'd actually have a real female black Vice president. president. Oh, and by the way, and by the way, she said that she wouldn't take that jab if her life depended on it. Oh, I love her. <laughs> I love hey, her. Hey, I but do. I'm going really to le- leave this show with some famous words Okay, from a legendary radio guy outside yourself. <laughs> this was a piece, and I'll give you the year, from 1965. And I want people to really pay attention to what this man says. Paul Harvey. Yes, sir. And it's happening today. Here we go. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's awesome, isn't he? If I were the devil. If I were the devil. Crank it. If I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. 
and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. The. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. Yeah. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Ah, sounds about Within right. a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography, Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. Well, In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. Good day. Wow. One of my heroes. I remember my dad, because uh, he was on every, every day at noon on the, on the country station that my dad listened to. They played Paul Harvey every day at noon. My dad would stop. And he'd listen to Paul Harvey for 15 minutes, and so did everybody else. Oh. Paul Harvey was, he was amazing. And, and how amazingly true that all of this stuff is playing out today. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, wow. Are you kidding me? The yeah. guy was on point. Yeah. yeah. He was a brilliant man. He truly was. And, and uh, one of the greatest broadcasters ever. Yeah. Unlike me. Oh man! I, I don't want to be. I can't be in that category, buddy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I appreciate the compliment at the beginning of the show, but no. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Bow to Paul Harvey. Yeah, I mean, I've been in radio for over twenty plus years, but I I can't do what that guy did. <laughs> Are you still on the air somewhere? 
Uh, no, that's why I started my own network. <laughs> good, good man. Same here. Yeah, I got fired for being too conservative on the talk. <laughs> hey, I heard the owner of that station had an alternative lifestyle anyway. So what's the deal? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was he was so out of touch with the own with his own market where his station was. He lived with his husband over in Mendocino. He he has no idea what's going on even in his own market where he owns a radio station. It, it was ridiculous telling me i'm too conservative i'm going to run off advertisers instead the opposite happened more people started advertising more people started listening he was doing better than he had in who knows how long in that time slot that he had me in and then i put anthony tremino on and anthony tremino and i running for governor anthony and i got very real and very open talking about christianity in california and the lack of it like what paul harvey was talking about Mm -hmm. and that was too much I got fired for that. You got I lost fired. my job. Despite the success, I got fired for that. Because Isn't I had that something? That, that just tells you how uber even the radio industry is. Of course, we've known that the radio industry has been a cutthroat industry for decades. But now yeah. it is like on steroids like I've never seen before. Like if you even talk about something that's right-leaning, you're done. That's the, well, you can basically thank, it. You can thank Bill Clinton for that. Uh, Bill Clinton changed the ownership laws in the 90s uh, and made it to where anybody, uh, any corporation could own as many radio stations and TV stations and newspapers. There was no more any, there was no more limit. And these individual owners uh, were getting, you know, offered tremendous amounts of money for their radio stations. And you can't take, you can't blame them for taking the money and running and retiring, buying their island in Fiji, whatever they did with it. But they got out of the business and it's all corporate now. You have three or four major corporations who are deciding everything you're listening to on the radio. Mm -hmm. You have uh, maybe twice that many running everything in television and print. Everything that you're seeing now that's Bill Clinton. It relaxed yeah. the ownership rules with the FCC, uh, forced them to, to start, because it used to be limited <clears throat> as an individual owner. And the whole idea was not one person or one corporation could affect the knowledge and information that you're getting or entertainment from just one source. That was to make sure that there was an even playing field for everybody. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and now, the federal government's not interested in that anymore. Oh, heck no. They're interested in their own agenda, and, and this is how everything got destroyed. Um, yeah. I remember um, when I was growing up in the 80s, um, I used to listen to Rick D's in the morning at KISS FM. And, you know, it, was owned, heroes? it was owned by Gannett Broadcasting. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, in the 90s, Gannett gets bought out. I'm like, what in the heck is going on here? And um, so I, I've had the the honor, blessing, and privilege of being mentored by, you know, a lot of those people that were at KISS FM. And, and, and Rick Dees goes, the future doesn't look so bright for radio. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> what does right. it mean by that? And hey, then, did you ever get to work with Hollywood Hamilton? Hey, he was one of the guys that pushed me to be on the air. <laughs> I love Sean. He's one yeah. of my favorites. Oh, one man. One of my favorite people. Yes. He innovated oh. night radio just like Rick Dees innovated morning radio. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they changed the dynamics. 
he was basically doing a morning show at night, which is what I've always done from the beginning. In the beginning of my career, I was doing a morning show at night. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it, 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 radio used to be a blast. Radio used to be so fun. And the best part about it was connecting with you, the listener, and the immediacy of it. You could call into the studio right then and there. You could talk to me. You could request a song. You could yell at me for making a joke you didn't like. Whatever it was, it was right then, right there, right now. Anything going on that happened. Right away, you're on the air with it. They can't do that in television. They definitely can't do it with newspaper or magazines, radio, (laughs) the immediacy, and the one-on-one communication. It will never be replicated. I can't think of anything else that's going to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You and I doing podcasts, I wish I could have people come on. Like I could when I was doing mm-hmm. a talk show on the radio. Oh, yeah, Boom, what do you think? Boom, what do you think? I don't have that kind of equipment. I don't have that kind of studio. Otherwise, I'd be doing that because I love that. Yeah, as it. a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, um, you just, by you mentioning that, I think I am going to do like a YouTube live where we did do like a live request call in. Um <laughs> They let you stay on YouTube? They uh, yeah, kicked I, me off. I, I know, I know. I'm surprised I'm still there. My Do Not <laughs> Talk page has had every show taken down but three. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're threatening to t- take the channel completely. And I'm like, whatever. You know, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I cussed. They would have done it right then yeah. if I still cussed. But uh, I, 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 that's why I'm, I'm so grateful for Rumble and uh, Telegram and Gitter and all those things that there's alternatives. Truth Social. Thank you, President Trump. <laughs> awesome hey you know screw Gavin you, Gru- facebook you know- screw you twitter until elon musk buys you yeah. and turns you back into what it was originally supposed to be what it was promised to be uh until that time forget them all i don't care i'm going to the alternative media now yeah as a matter of fact you know gavin gruesome is on truth social now gruesome is on truth social yeah uh you might want to actually attend to your own state dumbass <laughs> Get off true social, stupid. Yeah, yeah. He is a, he is the biggest idiot ever. Um, You're embarrassing our state again. Oh, man. He's an embarrassment to society. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's a joke. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm like, man. As a matter of fact, speaking of joke, he looks like the Joker. He looks like the Joker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you He's know. got that widow peak. He's a vampire. Yeah, he is. He is. He's the, a vampire Nazi. Yeah. He's a definite sodomite. Um, yeah, <laughs> I wonder how long this episode's gonna last on every platform. Um, <laughs> at this point, I don't care. Um, Good. I just want the truth to be out. Um, Amen. yeah, because I, I did a lot, I did another episode with these uh gentlemen there from this organization called Fathers of Fortitude, and uh, we talked about some pretty crucial things. Um, and uh, they're on the front lines of doing a lot of stuff. They're going to school board meetings and uh, speaking against this whole Uber agenda that's being pushed onto their children. Uh, Good. You know, and, and uh, you know, these forced inoculations. And now they're going to try to force in, uh, parents to get their infants inoculated so they can be sterilized forever. Or, you know, who knows? That's what's uh, coming. Yeah. That's what's coming, parents. Mm-hmm. You're lining up your kids. You're all excited to get them shot up with something to protect them from something they're not susceptible to. <laughs> they're not even carriers. Oh, man. You know, I met a guy that was like 90 years old. He lives in our neighborhood. And um, he goes, I was walking to the mailbox, and I told him, I said, oh, man, I'm not doing all that stuff. He goes, I hope you're not doing all that. He goes, I see a lot of people wearing those masks. How stupid could they be? He goes, I lived through that crap. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes. He goes. I'm 90 years old. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not going to social distance. I'm going to be myself. Uh, he's still trucking around here to this day. <laughs> Right on. Tell him I said hi. Yeah. <laughs> I love guys like that. I'd love to interview him. Have you ever had him on? Uh, no, no, no. I haven't yet. I'd love to interview those guys who went through the Second World War. Yeah. That is the greatest generation. There's not many of them left. Mm-hmm. Get him on your show, buddy. And if you're not, I will. <laughs> Give me his contact information. I'll have him on and I'll... Boom. Yeah. So I love it. I, I'm just like, wow. He he was just like bold about it. And he told me, he goes, yeah, my granddaughter, Good. my daughter, my sons are like, oh, you need to wear your mask. He goes, oh, I'm not doing that junk. <laughs> I want to meet him. I want to yeah. meet him. So, yeah, he, he did not go to the face diaper Olympics. Face diaper Olympics. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And so I think it's awesome. And he's like, oh, he goes, uh. He goes, I see that you're not wearing it to the mailbox. I'm like, no, I'm not one of those people. You know, they sit in their car and they're wearing their mask and they're the only person in the car. Um, (laughs) Out walking in the sunshine. (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll never forget last time I went to the ocean, there were idiots there wearing a mask on the beach. Yeah, it's just really atrocious. It's dumb. It's really stupid. It's like, do you remember the movie The Fog? Did you ever see that horror movie? It was a bad, bad movie. Yeah, it was where, terrible. Yeah, where terrible. whatever was going to kill you was floating around in the fog, and if you actually got into the fog or the fog got into the house, that was it. You were dead. Mm-hmm. That's how they treat this ridiculous. Oh yeah, uh, flu is what it is. By the way, with a ninety nine point eight nine percent survivability rating. You're changing your life. You're destroying the economy. You're rushing headlong into uh, that one world government all because you're afraid of a flu that has a 99.89% survivability rating. Well, what about all those people who have died from it? You know who the ones who have died? You know the ones who died <sighs> the ones. are the ones who checked themselves into the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, those are the ones that died. Quick, let's get them shot with Iver, or, uh, remdesivir, stat. Yes, let's get them some of that down stuff. Your kidneys, making you lay down, shut down your kidneys or kidneys malfunctioning, your lungs fill up with fluid. Next thing they go, oh, well, you got COVID pneumonia. That's how they died. Mm-hmm. Oh, you man. You brought it on. And they were getting paid. You know, they got paid for that, too. A lot. Yes. Hospitals Tens were getting paid for COVID dollars for every COVID case that they treated mm-hmm. and double that for every death. Why would you get paid more for uh, somebody dying? Well, you know why? Because it's a depopulation agenda. That's why. I really think I used to think that's just a crazy conspiracy theory. But now, oh, no, it's real, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's very real. It is very real. These people are not playing around. Mm -mm. No, not at all. That is why the Klaus Schwab's of the world at the World Economic Forum. I mean, these guys, they know exactly what they're doing, and this is their chance right now to make it all go through. This is their chance. This is their Steve Winwood song. They see a chance, they're going to take it, uh, and they're going for it now. And like, uh, what's his name, Rahm Emanuel, uh, what a complete waste of human tissue never that man is. Never let a crisis. Uh, said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Yes. And boy, oh boy, they're this, not letting it go to it. waste. This is what they're doing. This is what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And now we have an upturn in cases. Yes. Not infections, not people actually sick, just in cases cases that are reported. (laughs) Uh, Which, by the way, a grapefruit will test positive for COVID. You know that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 
we're we're going to uh, we're going to uh, shut down the schools and make the kids start wearing masks again. Mm. Now you don't know about it now, but wait till September. Do wait you remember? Kids start going back to school, and they're going to be forced to wear masks again for no apparent reason. And that's going to bring if they can't actually bring on another variant that actually has deadly consequences then they'll lie about it and they'll fake the numbers like they've been doing all along and they're going to force you to stay at home and vote by mail because it's so easy to cheat and they're going to make your kids go back to school wearing masks again yes just to, just yes. to keep promoting that whole fear it's all about fear isn't it false evidence appearing real for those of you who don't know what it really means <laughs> Fear, false evidence appearing real. Exactly right. <laughs> Man, we've been on a long time. You always go this long with everybody? I, 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 sometimes. I think the last time I went this long, it was with Rex. I went like an hour and 25 minutes. <laughs> Rex McNeil, my yeah. bud. T-Rex Radio. Yes. Rex on the, Rex on the road. <laughs> I know Rex from when he was at uh, oh, X100 in San Francisco. I used to listen to him there. Man, mm -hmm. that guy's a flamethrower. <laughs> he is, no, I'm he? serious. Great top forty jock. He's just a flamethrower. <laughs> I love it. That's my kind of radio. I love it. Oh man, Rex is one of the most awesome people you to know ever. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I he agree. is. Talk um, about doing a podcast thing. He's doing his own thing too, and he's got this Rex on the road thing going on. So, Vin mm -hmm. Dog, are you making money doing this? Um, a little bit, not enough. <laughs> You are though. How are you? How are you? Uh, is it through being monetized, or you actually do you have sponsors? Um, we we get monetized and uh, semi donations come in once in a while, so you know you get donations too. How do you do that? Um, actually, uh, I'll tell you about that off the air. <laughs> okay, okay, I'd like to know. All right, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, thank Man. you once again for listening to the Kennel Podcast right here on Podbean.com, a Money Ben production. Charlie Simons is our guest. And thank you all so much for listening. And remember one thing, love one another, take care of each other. And remember, Jesus is the only way out of all of this. That's all you need to know. Amen, Lord Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Read your Bibles too. All right. We're out of here. <laughs>